the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Bunkley, and I am honored to have each and every one of you with us this afternoon as I serve as your watchman on the wall all throughout uh, West Central Florida here on Salem Radio, proud to be part of the Salem Media Group. Well, we're going to be standing right here as I attest to you every day in the gap for American values. We are under attack. We are under attack by those on the left. We're under attack by those who uh, are promoting socialism. And uh, we are going to continue to speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, uh, particularly when it comes to our very cherished American values. And I pledge to you to be forever faithful to our Judeo-Christian principles. Now, those principles are their freedom their family, excuse me, family, as well as free enterprise. And those are important things for us to cherish and to hold on to. I want to remind you that today, Jose Cruz is uh, our producer for the day. And uh, like the old times when, uh, before he got overly promoted here, but uh, producer of the Bill Bunkley Show for a long time and glad on Mondays that we get a chance to revisit a little bit. Uh, He's standing by if you want to give us a call to be on today's program, talking about one of the topics that we're picking up uh, today. That that number to call is toll-free 1-877-943-9673. That's 1-877-943-9673. You know, you can also text us, and uh, he'll relay that on to me. Uh, For the Bill Bunkley Show, text line at 1-813-444. 6264. Maybe you don't want to come on the show, but you want to communicate uh, with me. That's uh, 1-813-444-6264. You can also email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Just a reminder, we have three days left with our campaign with uh, uh, the organization Food for the Poor. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of all of West Central Florida how uh, over two weeks ago, all of you came together to step up for us to meet our goal for this particular campaign. You know, about four times a year, we give back to especially uh, some of the ministries, uh, some of the humanitarian efforts that we have uh, totally and completely vetted. Uh, We do that because of our commitment to uh, conservative values, and we work with organizations that are outside the scope of governments uh, who are doing usually a much better job than a lot of relief organizations where there's a lot of of graft. Uh, And at the same time, uh, that we have uh, an opportunity uh, to give you, um, you know, 
the chance to give. And you're never giving to us. You're always giving to one of these organizations. And so right now we're about to wrap up our campaign with Food for the Poor. And this was uh, an emergency relief effort, still is, because we still have hundreds of kids that are starving in the mountains of Honduras and Guatemala, the very uh, places where, uh, quite frankly, we want to give help right there in their countries. Uh, They've been devastated by two hurricanes back-to-back in November, and that has uh, a little bit to do with the the very quick, um, unfortunate uh, situation that's happening with people who reacted to uh, President Biden on the campaign trail, uh, alluding to the fact that uh, people were going to be able to come in. And unfortunately, that has sparked another exodus uh, heading north to the United States border. But this is what we do. Uh, we do ministry if we're Christians in a home country. We want folks to stay in their home country. We are more than happy to, to help in a humanitarian in the situation. And also for those of us that are Christ followers in a Christian um, a principled fashion. So right now you can do that as a conservative listening on our news talk stations this afternoon. You can do that as a Christian listening on our faith talk stations this afternoon. Now, $37, as I reminded you, is going to feed a youngster for the next six months. Six months, half a year for $37? Yes, it's true. It's true. And it's very simple that uh, two meals a day is going to be administered to the children that you are going to rescue this afternoon. There's a local pastor that's involved that Food for the Poor will work with. And so we've got three days left. So maybe you've heard about our campaign through the last few weeks as it was throughout the month of March. Maybe this is the day to say, you know what, I really was going to give to that and I've just been busy. Bill, what's that number again? I'm glad you asked. If you'd like to give right now, this afternoon, remember that a $37 gift is going to feed a starving child for six months. And uh, just recently, uh, a couple days ago, we still have folks that are stepping up. They took not one, but they rescued 10 children for a one-time gift of $370. So how about you? How many kids could you rescue right now, about a five-minute phone call, at $37 a rescue for each child. Call right now. Our Food for the Poor operators are standing by. That's 1-855-353-4673. Now, that's toll-free. That's 1-855-353-HOPE. You can also give online right now at TheAnswerSarasota.com, at TheAnswerTampa.com, and at Let'sTalkFaith.com and hope that uh, you will be part of the program. So I've just been listening to the Florida Senate Judiciary Committee having their meeting this afternoon in Tallahassee, listening to uh, some various bills, and uh, uh, didn't get a chance to um, plug in. It's going to be happening about now, but uh, one bill in particular I was uh, monitoring this afternoon as the watchman on the wall serving as president uh, of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Uh, It is a bill that would mandate a moment of silence of one to two minutes uh, in our public schools. Now, that particular provision is already on the books. It is voluntary and not mandatory. 
And so uh, the bill would do a couple of things. Number one, it would make it mandatory that in all 67 school districts around the state, there would be a one- or two-minute moment of, well, a prayer, a reflection, uh, silence, or whatever, to be able to continue to give that model or to give that model to students about preparing for their uh, full day of education in the public school. Now, let me just share this. As the bill is currently drafted, I'm actually opposing the bill. You might say, well, Bill Bunkley, how as a practicing Christian, how could you oppose this bill? Well, I just want to take a minute to explain. This is kind of a little little um, educational uh, moment. In current statute, that the bill that the statute calls for a voluntary moment of silence uh, a moment of silent prayer is actually stipulated in the statute now i happen to think that that's important to have as one of the subcategories of this moment of 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 uh, these this one or two minute moment that right now the florida statutes say a uh, silent prayer Unfortunately, and by the way, my all, there are allies all over this, including Dennis Baxley, one of my, in addition to being state senator from Ocala, one of my close personal friends. And I, and I, I had to call him and tell him, Senator, I, I'm opposing the bill. And the reason why I'm opposing it is uh, it wasn't Senator Baxley's language, but this particular language um, is is being introduced in legislators legislators all around the country, but it would strike out uh, silent prayer if this bill becomes law. It would strike out silent prayer. And my objection is, and my suggestion is to amend the bill. Just leave silent prayer in there as uh, one of the three or four things one could do. Let's not take it out. I'm particularly concerned about the future. We're going to be seeing the sanitization of anything that has to do with Jesus Christ, anything that has to do with uh, the, uh, the the church of, uh, excuse me, the Christian church in America. And so I'm very confident about how the left and the socialists, the only way that they uh, continue to advance is they have to, silence and and they have to muzzle uh, church and Christians because to them the federal central government is the only church and so our messages of faith freedom family and free enterprise and the fact that we have first amendment rights because that's part of our uh, gospel um, understanding um that's why we're, we're going to be standing on the front lines for any attempts to eradicate free speech of Christians. Um, the principles of religious freedom and uh, religious liberty in this area. So this is one of those awkward times where I'm having to oppose the bill. And several of our sister organizations are not opposing the bill. I understand that, but I... Uh, I've heard the arguments, and I'm going to stand pat that I think uh, silent prayer ought to remain in the uh, statutes. So, uh, let me tell you what we got on tap this afternoon. Got a real treat coming up at the bottom of the hour. Author Casey B. Mulligan, who was part of, um, he was the former chief economist 
of the White House Council of Economic Advisors under President Trump. He's written a brand new book with a unique perspective. You're hired. Kind of a takeaway from uh, President Trump's uh, TV show. You're hired. Untold successes and failures of a populist president. Uh, Casey's going to be with us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, don't want to miss that because I think you're going to be uh, at least hearing a few tidbits just to sort of whet your appetite that you might want to uh, get your copy of the book, You're Hired. That's coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. I um, want to just tell you that uh, before we take a break, that I uh, want to just give a shout-out to all of my Jewish friends. Not only on uh, on Saturday, on Friday night at sundown, they began to um, uh, celebrate Shabbat. Uh, and then on Saturday afternoon at sundown, uh, they began uh, celebrating the multi-day um, festival of the Passover. Now, in addition to that, on sundown Saturday, for our Jewish friends, those of my faith, the Christian faith, that we have begun the um, the holiest week for Christians. And in fact, it's called Holy Week. Yesterday was Palm Sunday, uh, referred to as the triumphal arrival of Jesus. Uh, into Jerusalem in his final week before he was tortured and crucified. And so we acknowledge that as well. And I'm going to start a series this week for the next four days. And it is a series on the activities of Jesus during this Holy Week. So in the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to talk about uh, uh, what he did on Sunday of Holy Week and what he did on Monday because today is Monday. Uh, When I come back, let's talk a little bit about Senator Cruz and others. They went to the border to see exactly what was going on, and they were blocked by President Biden and the staff there in Roma, Texas. All that and more is coming up in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers. This Easter, meet the girl everyone is talking about. You saw God and then brought a dead bird back to life. No, I didn't. God did. Sir, do you think you can help me walk again? Could you say a prayer for me? The girl who believes in miracles. It's impossible. I thought he was never supposed to walk again. He wasn't. It was Sarah. Sometimes a little faith is all you need to change the world. Mom, it really was God. The girl who believes in miracles. For Mustard Seed Production, rated PG. Parental guide suggest in theaters this Friday. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. Do you feel like your emotions are all over the place? That's normal during this abnormal time. There are a number of ways to cope. 
Maintain a healthy routine, get enough sleep, eat nutritious food, and exercise at least 30 minutes each day. Schedule some time to talk with a friend or family member. And remember, you can always take a few deep breaths to feel more centered. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. Hey, it's springtime, and uh, you know, those things on the honeydew list that are a little bit more, uh, well, sophisticated than what you want to take on, and I want to remind you that I have my friends standing by right now at ACS Home Services to, to be there when you need them. Well, one call, in fact, will do it all with ACS, whether it's your central air conditioning and heating system or just a heating system. Maybe you got some electrical situations going on. Maybe your electrical box needs to be replaced. And, of course, hey, this is the time, windows and doors, all of those things are possibilities for you to attend to now that uh, a lot of folks are receiving their uh, overpayments for their uh, IRS for 2020. And ACS Home Services is your go-to specialist that can handle it all. Now, remember that when you call my friends at ACS Home Services, when you call them after hours, there's no extra charge. If you have to, an emergency situation at 2 o'clock in the morning that they have to handle, they'll come out. You'll only be charged the regular hourly rate. You won't be charged overtime charges at night. That's important. And their expert HVAC system team always provides red carpet service and always stands behind a 100% money-back satisfaction guarantee. So remember... With ACS Home Services, no overtime charges, and you'll receive a complete upfront price before work begins. Hey, go check out what they can do for you at acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com, or call them right now at 1-813-544-2467. That's 1-813-544-2467. Tell them Bill Bunkley called and also ask them about that $79 inspection and cleaning service available right now. Two cleanings this year. Well, very quickly, I want to take us back to Dan Bongino with Fox News. He had a very, very concise report on our senators, uh, some of the Republican senators that went to the Texas border to see the absolute humanitarian crisis that was brought on by President Biden, all of these kids uh, and all of the coyotes that are involved. We're talking about the cartels that normally are, are, are shipping in the drugs illegally. They're also now uh, performing as human traffickers. Let's just get to this story. This is unbelievable. Listen carefully. Let's turn to Biden's crisis on the southern border. Last night, Senator Ted Cruz led a congressional delegation to the Rio Grande in Texas where they encountered human traffickers and cartel members. Watch this. We're at the edge of the river. On the other side of the river is Mexico. On the other side of the river, we have been listening to and seeing cartel members, human traffickers, right on the other side of the river, 
waving flashlights, yelling and taunting Americans, taunting the Border Patrol, because they know that under the current policy of the Biden administration, they can flood over here. They're getting paid four or $5,000 a person to smuggle them into this country. And our policies, when they smuggle them in, the Biden administration releases them. According to Senator Susan Collins, the Mexican cartels are now controlling who comes across the border and that human trafficking, child abuse, drug smuggling are all rampant. Meanwhile, look at your screen. These shocking new images from inside one migrant facility show just how horrific this crisis has become. These overcrowded border stations are now packed, men, women, and children. Joining us now with the very latest is Fox News contributor Sarah Carta, live from Roma, Texas. Sarah. Hi, Dan. Yeah, I'm here in Roma, Texas, where right behind me there is actually a makeshift uh, processing center because so many people have been flooding through this small border town. I want to show you something here, Dan, just to give you an idea. Within less than five minutes, I picked up all these armbands. These armbands are basically given to the migrants that are crossing illegally by the drug cartels. They say things like llegadas, that means you've got here. Uh, other things like entradas or entregate, turn yourself in. These armbands are issued by various different human trafficking organizations. They're like tagging people like cattle and they're charging them various different prices, according to the Texas Department of Public Safety, who I spoke with, as well as the Border Patrol. I spent some time with the Texas Department of Public Safety that, through Governor Abbott and his Lone Star program, is kind of filling in the gaps for the Border Patrol, uh, both on land, and air, and I want you to take a look at this. What is the what is the real national security implications of these cartel wars and these drug cartels in Mexico? So right now, because of the current situation, we have an increase in criminal activity. They're desperate right now, and they see the current situation and they're exploiting that current situation. You're not only dealing with the drug cartels, but you're dealing with an increase in young women and children. And I mean, so you have to be very aware yes. of what's going on. It's got to be a challenge for you. It is very challenging. These cartel members don't like the the entering in and deterring what they're trying to bring across. It'd be narcotics or, you know, migrants right. across. Uh, so they do get very upset, especially because that's money lost on their end. Oh, it's a completely... So right in here is where they cross most of the people. Right, right in here there's a landing that they just go across with the rafts. Well, you can see down below where people were camped out. You ever fly out here and then you see something going on, like a cartel fight or a... Do you ever see anything unusual? We, uh, we've had them point guns at us before, and, I mean, we don't know if they're shooting or not, so we just kind of have to move out of the area. Right. What about the ones that want to hide? What about the guys that don't want to be hide? Those are the ones that, like, in this area, we normally don't even patrol this area because we, we know that they're give-ups. So they'll push a bunch of people over here, and then they'll move more people down here, the ones that want to get away. Dan, as I'm talking to you right now, I can literally hear people behind me in the brush coming through. It's it's incredible. You hear the dogs barking. You hear the people moving. You hear that movement. They are walking straight up. They are turning themselves into Border Patrol. That's directly behind me. Now, last night, I spent some time with roughly about 19 senators that showed up here to see what was going on. Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Lindsey Graham, Senator Ron Johnson, and others who were here because they know this is a crisis. They 
they know this is a problem. Even the night that I was there last night with Senator Ted Cruz, I ran into a group of migrants in the darkness. I mean, they came out to me, Dan. They were scared. They were frightened. I told them, you know, I'm, I'm not law enforcement. I'm a journalist. And that they were willing to talk to me. I mean, it's a really frightening situation. But I want you to take a quick look at what we did last night. This is your state. Yeah. And you see what's happening here. What goes through your mind? What's the first thing? It's heartbreaking. Right. This is Senator Cruz again. It is a crisis that's unfolding, and it's getting worse and worse every day. Most insanely dangerous, dumbest thing I've ever seen. Such a Lindsey Graham. Well, you can hear the smugglers okay, across the land. Right? This, there. this is a sign put down by the federal government to let illegal immigrants know where they need to go to turn themselves in. What's going through your mind uh, as you see this? This is a disaster, and it's a man-made disaster. And Senator Tom Cotton. Man that made this disaster. That night, we could literally hear the smugglers yelling at us, taunting us. They were screaming, hey, jefe, laughing. They were making fun. They actually thought that it was probably just Border Patrol there, and they were dumping people off onto the banks. Children as young as three years old. I want you to just think about that. All right, let's bring it back in, Jose. That just gives you a flavor. This is Biden's self-inflicted humanitarian border disaster. Our questionably incoherent President Biden has single-handedly, by his campaign promises, created this disaster. Coming up next, you're hired. Brand new book, KCB Mulligan, Untold Successes and Failures, The Popular President. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Prosecutors at the trial of Derek Chauvin played a video showing the former Minneapolis police officer kneeling on George Floyd's neck for 9 minutes, 29 seconds. Chauvin's trial began with prosecutor Jerry Blackwell telling jurors that Chauvin didn't let up, he didn't get up, after Floyd said he couldn't breathe and went motionless. The defense says it'll show that Chauvin revealed or reacted exactly as he was trained. The Biden administration extending a federal moratorium on evictions of tenants who've fallen behind on rent during the pandemic. That moratorium is extended through the end of June. It had been scheduled to expire on Wednesday. On Wall Street, stocks finishing mixed today. The Dow gained 98 points. The Nasdaq dropped 79 and the S&P 500 lost three. This is SRN News. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-285-0395. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-285-0395. 800-285-0395. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. 
we've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and Big Tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. Each retiree story is unique. Should you be taking risks? Will you have enough money to last through retirement? How will current events affect your portfolio? For help navigating through the uncertainty, listen to Today's Retirees with certified financial planner Wayne Masley, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. For over 25 years, Wayne has been guiding retirees and soon-to-be retirees, helping them reach their specific goals with family-focused retirement and tax planning. Listen to Today's Retirees, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. On the California suitcase in my hand, I never run away, boy. You can walk away, man. Friday comes to find you, and your hopes and in your dreams. Like a thief who sells his love, he's got one last thing. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It's the Bill Bunkley Show right here from Central Florida. Glad you're back with us as your watchman on the wall. Programming note coming up in the next hour, Avita King, the niece of Martin Luther King, will be with us to talk about the film she's the executive producer for just being released. Roe vs. Wade, the movie. That'll be coming up next hour, so you don't want to miss that interview at all. Now, let me ask you a question. Just who is President Trump? Now, you may think that's an interesting question from someone who's uh, uh, been here on the Salem platform for 15 years, both on our News Talk Answer stations as well as our faith-based stations. But I think today you're going to get a little bit more of an insight of what made Donald Trump really tick. Now, he's a business guy, a big numbers business guy because he does big projects. But nonetheless, he understands numbers. He was elected as a populist. And today, we're very, very blessed to have someone who also is a numbers person, a very distinguished numbers person. I'm just kind of boiling that down because of the time that we have. But I'm going to talk about a brand new book. It's called You're Hired. Untold Successes and Failures of a Populist President. 
Now, joining me is KCB Mulligan, and the Wall Street Journal has called him the economist who exposed Obamacare, close quote. KCB Mulligan, professor of economics at the University of Chicago, received his doctorate in economics from that university in 1993. He's a visiting professor at Harvard, Clemson, and uh, I'll tell you what, his writings are just uh, all over the continent. And he's here today because he's written this book, and he served as the chief economist of the White House Council of Economic Advisors uh, in 18 and 2019. And uh, with that, uh, Casey Mulligan, good to have you on the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to join you today, Bill. Well, tell me a little bit. You uh, you talk about the fact that uh, in what you do, you never saw yourself as going to the White House in one day writing about that experience. Tell us how that really came around. Was Donald Trump and the way that he thought and approached the big issues of the day uh, because of your work in former administrations and advisory, uh, was he sort of a, bre- a fresh breath of air for the work that you do? Oh, as you know, doubt he was, I knew from the beginning he was uh, something like one out of 200 years type of person. Um, and what, what he wanted to do, what he promised to do, um, fit very well with, with economics. So I felt like I could go in there and do my job like I always do without having to apologize for my boss, um, which, uh, which a lot of economists have to do when they're uh, boss pursuing polit- political solutions rather than ones that uh, make sense from an economic point of view. Mm. You know, when I started reading your book, uh, right, out, right out of the box, Chapter 1, you give us a picture of Donald Trump that I think it's very important. And you talk about the mandate for Obamacare. We're going back to 2016 during the presidential election. And I just want to set this up that, you know, President Trump was for the mandate before he was against the mandate. And that really sort of sets the stage for how he will dive into a matter. And as he as he acquires more facts, then he then he, you know, makes left and right turns. Tell us about that. Yeah, he is not uh, an ideologue. Um, it's not that he has a theory, and that theory is true no matter what happens. Um, he, he He's looking for results and, and trying to learn and, and listen. He's a very good listener. And I called it experimenting. He, he actually called it listening. He'll try something and see if it works, and if it doesn't work, stop quickly and move on to something else that might have a chance of working. In business, they call that fast failure. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the business people on your program will be familiar with that. It's pretty unusual in the government sphere. So, But that's what he did, and he did that with the individual mandate. I think he had some – this is before I came along, but I think he had some advisors who were saying that forcing people to buy health insurance was somehow a good thing, and and he listened to them and tried that out. But literally in a few days, he was getting feedback from – from all kinds of voters, uh, industry people, um, other politicians who are running for different offices, and he realized I'm wrong about this. I, I got to turn 180 degrees, and and he did. But within a year of being president, he got rid of that individual mandate, and it, it was out of all his accomplishments, of which there are many, he was very proud of that, and he continued to brag about getting rid of that uh, till his last days in the White House. Mm. 
Now, Casey Mulligan, your area of expertise um, as a professor is not only the federal government, but the, the players of the federal government. Uh, those that are, are uh, all of the many federal employees and lobbyists inside the Beltway. And then you have, well, an individual that is able to rise to the top to be the President of the United States. Um, how did President Trump, a well-known individual, but not taken I- anywhere seriously when he was say he was going to run for the office again, I guess, uh, as you kind of share, the, the people were so fed up that he, here's a populist guy that was, the uh, best they could tell, is telling it like it is, and he ended up whipping the whole, the whole kit and caboodle of all the candidates, and then he governed that way. Talk about that. Yeah, he, he did not have support from the traditional support networks for politicians. Um, he hadn't been a politician before. Hadn't really run for office before, which is kind of funny. When you try something for this first time, you try the biggest one in the whole world. But that's that's what he did, um, and that was scary to those support networks. They're normally used to having, uh, you know, a few claws in, into whatever candidates are are running, and then here's one they don't have a piece of, and it was scary what he might do to them. Um, you know, he might choose the. What, the people. I mean, he he was elected not by those support networks, but by the people in the flyover country, and that's mm-hmm. um, it's something we see in other countries as well. Uh, the United Kingdom has experienced that uh, very much to the surprise of the people in London who normally support these traditional politicians. Uh, the people out out in the flyover country of the United Kingdom have done some surprising things. So that was scary, and and that was his success, but also a source of his failures because he did not, even when he was in the White House, did not have the support of a lot of people working for the government, uh, you know, all the people in the defense industry, the foreign aid. You know, so much of Washington is invested in programs where we give our money to literally dozens, actually over 100 countries, um, and they did not want him in the White House uh, for another minute if they could stop it. And, of course, they tried to throw him out from from day one mm. and of course a lot of these are pet projects by uh folks that work uh, in the bureaucracy and uh they don't really care sometimes about the real income uh, the real outcome uh sort of doing the number crunching and i know that that terribly frustrated the president hey the book i'm recommending that you get this afternoon is written by kcb mulligan he's my guest today the former chief economist of the white house council of economic advisors it is your hired sort of a takeoff from the television series, Untold Successes and Failures of a Populist President. Now, I want to ask you about Twitter, because if anybody transformed the social media, it was Trump, and he transformed it so, so successfully that those that opposed him had to get rid of him. Uh, and I know you joined the team a little bit later on in the administration, but in Chapter 2, you talk about this. When do you, to the best of your, your knowledge, when did President Trump understand uh, that he could bypass the media, bypass uh, all of the uh, fake news? When did he really get the idea that he would develop this independent platform and speak directly to his populist supporters? Yeah, you know, that's back in 2015. Um, you know, around the time of walk, walking down that escalator, he. Um, 
you know, as I said, there's these normal support networks, and included in those support networks are the major media companies, you know, your ABC, your NBC, your CNN, New York Times. Um, and he was he, he was didn't owe them anything, and they weren't going to deliver him anything either. And so he had to have some kind of method. Um, and I think that's probably he saw that in 2015, 2016, that there was this new technology that would allow him uh, that wouldn't have been so easy in 2012 or 2008 for him to propel himself into the White House. And he he knew all along um, that Twitter could, could be pulled away from him as well. I mean, he knew he couldn't rely on ABC or New York Times, but he knew that the day was coming when he couldn't rely on Twitter either. So he worked that as long as he could, but he was also working um, to get new platforms like Parler. He was pushing Parler well before the election, knowing that, that Twitter was had its, its finger on the trigger to, to take him out. Mm. Probably got time for one more question. In Chapter 7, you talk about uh, what's obvious to most of us, and that is uh, running the government like a business. Did, did the bureaucrats ever get it that he came from a much different world, a world that you've got to be efficient or you're not going to be around? Uh, and, and you talk about water and oil. Talk about that because every day must have been a grind because this president was always thinking out of the box where a lot of the, the folks that you guys were surrounded with, uh, you know, they, they, they're, they're worried about their own fiefdom. And it doesn't matter whether it's right, wrong, or efficient financially. That's just what we're going to do because that's what we've always done. Talk about that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure they ever got it, and probably today they think they didn't need to get it because – they can outlive a one-term president. They can outlive a two-term president. I mean, these agencies, if they're good at anything, they're good at surviving year and decade after decade. Um, really, the two things that he, that he brought uh, that, that was pretty important, one is he questioned where we were spending the money. Anytime he met a, a leader from a country, and, and that happened 100 times either over the phone or they came to visit or he visited them, Every time he's dealing with that country, before he'd prepare himself and he'd say, okay, how much are we giving them and what are we getting for it? And the State Department was surprised to be getting those kind of questions. And then he soon he would pile on a third question, which also surprised them is, well, what's the evidence that they're delivering on what we're getting, what we're paying them to do? Um, and that, that caused a lot of angst in, in that foreign policy world and was part of that whole uh, Ukrainian business. Uh, the, you know, the Ukrainian business was probably the hundredth country where he said, how much are we giving them and what are we getting for it? Mm. And then the other thing he did, is he put a budget around the regulation, which is very natural in business. You don't just tell your managers, hey, go maximize profit no matter how much you have to spend. Um, you, you, you give your managers a budget and you tell them, you know, you, you, I want you to earn profits, but you got to do it within this budget. And if budget's not big enough, you know, come come to me with your hat in hand and tell me why you need a bigger budget. He did the exact same thing with regulation. First All time right. it's ever been done in, in our country. Okay, we're out of time. Well, i got to tell you, if you really want to go below the surface and understand the brilliance of Donald Trump, pick up your copy of Your Hired, Untold Successes and Failures of a Populist President, written by KCB Mulligan his former chief economist of the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Uh, Mr. Mulligan, hey, great book. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Bill. God bless you. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back with some final thoughts. Second hour.
Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay, and every vehicle featured Moss Care, exclusive to Moss Nissan, which provides added features and benefits to both enhance and protect your investment, such as lifetime oil changes, tire rotations, and so much more. Our goal this year is to be the best Nissan dealership in the nation, and with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. We want to know, how do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer. I had to go across town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X dot com. I was talking to my fellow realtor, Brandon Rimes, about the Florida real estate market and what gets you offers above a home's asking price. He reiterated it's always location and a gorgeous kitchen and bathroom. If you're a realtor, a real estate investor, or homeowner, please remember these three words. About face cabinetry. Their model is half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. I've used them for my bathroom, and they have set a very high standard bar for professionalism. They will save you money and can complete your project in less than five days, including cabinetry and countertops. Invest that tax return into your home. Your family will love the result, and the payoff in the future will be fantastic. Remember, half the cost, half the time, and half the mess. So go ahead and schedule your appointment now at AboutFaceCabinetry.com. That's AboutFaceCabinetry.com. Or call them at 1-866-9-REFACE. That's 1-866-9-REFACE. Tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others. On May 3rd, you could win $12,000 towards a new vehicle for you, plus another $12,000 for a hometown hero. See terms and conditions for complete details. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. To enter, visit letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Some final thoughts for hour number two. First, those of you who are listening this afternoon, our news talk and answer station, Jay Sekulow Live, is up next at the top of the hour, and uh, that'll be an opportunity for you to continue to stay with us. And you can also tune in to the third hour of my show, The Bill Bunkley Show. They get underway in just a few moments after the 5 o'clock hour. And today, I'm going to be talking about Holy Week. I'm going to be talking about uh, each day. And today, we're going to talk about what we know about Jesus' activities yesterday on Palm Sunday, as well as today, Monday, as he was in his final week, knowing that he would be tortured and put to death in just a handful of days, but he also knew that he would raise from the dead uh, coming up uh, as we celebrate that this Saturday. So I don't want to miss that at all. Also, we've got a very special guest. She has been the guest speaker at uh, our past women's event. I'm talking about uh, evangelist Avita King, who's the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, and she is the executive producer of Roe vs. Wade, the movie. And we're going to talk about the movie Roe vs. Wade coming up about uh, oh, about the 5.30 hour uh, in the next uh, uh, portion of the Bill Bunkley Show. So if you'd like to come over and uh, uh, be a part of that show, uh, you can go to Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Uh, you can also uh, go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, plug in there, and uh, also you can download our app. But before we leave, those of you who are with us this afternoon on News Talk, our answer stations, want to remind you and ask you a question. Have you got your reservation in for the Great American Cigar Tour? That's right. April the 15th. We've got two different opportunities for you to be able to have a conversation with Dennis Prager. One's going to be at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Sarasota. One's going to be at 7 o'clock. Uh, in the afternoon, Tampa, both on the same day, April 15th. And an added bonus, our great friend, and uh, whose home is now right here in the Tampa Bay area, Mike Gallagher will be joining Dennis Prager for the Sarasota event. Now, that's a Sarasota-only event. Now, that's going to kick off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon to go from 4 to 6. Uh, that's going to be located at the Meadows Country Club, located uh, the address is uh, 3100 Long Meadow there in Sarasota. Uh, that's hosted by the Meadows Country Club, uh, the Sarasota Watch Company, and Prosperity Group Advisors, LLC. Now, get your tickets for this right now. Our d'oeuvres are going to be served at this event, and you can score those tickets at TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. Now, later on that evening, for those of you uh, in Tampa, Dennis Prager will be uh, having his second conversation on the Great American Cigar Tour from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and that's going to be happening at uh, Davidoff of Tampa. Uh, That's located at 4142 West Boy Scout Boulevard here in Tampa, just around the corner from Tampa International Airport. Now, that particular event is just going to be Dennis Prager only, and there's no hors d'oeuvres. Just a chance to get out there on this cigar tour and interact with Dennis Prager about the many important issues that are facing conservatives here today. Now, that's sponsored by the Corona Cigar Company and uh, Davidoff of Tampa. Now, if you'd like to have tickets for that, go right now to TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, 
and you can score your tickets there. And uh, don't want to miss this because the Great American Cigar Tour has been a very, very popular tour uh, right here in our area. Well, just a final thought. um, Over the weekend on Saturday, I had an opportunity to accompany Mrs. Bunkley to Raymond James Stadium, Lot 14, that is the lot to get your COVID vaccine. Now, I received my vaccine several weeks ago because of my um, leukemia. And uh, the great folks at the Moffitt Cancer Center have been taking care of me. So I had my Moderna shot several weeks ago, uh, both one and two. And uh, here to tell you, no side effects at all except a little soreness around uh, the injection point. But yesterday, um, went to one of the more larger public gatherings. And so we arrived at uh, Mrs. Bunkley's appointed time. Uh, and you get the lot 14. It's actually across the street from the main parking lot there at Himes on the uh, northern side of the property for Raymond James Stadium. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I've never seen so many uh, of those markers, you know, they put up when they're doing construction, those little two-foot-tall orange cones. And so uh, you, you snake through two or three checkpoints uh, in, in addition to, yes, you have an appointment, and yes and no this, you got a questionnaire. And uh, then uh, we ended up uh, clearing the, um, the first process, took us uh, into a long line of tents, and she got her first inje- injection right there in the passenger seat of our car. And then we went from that station to the next station, and had to sit there for about 15 minutes uh, as they time you to make sure everything is all right. We were probably in and out in about 30 minutes, maybe 35, 40 minutes. And so uh, she's already got her date for vaccination number two. So I want to tell you, if you make that reservation, um, we're going to have uh, vaccines available in a few days from 18 years on and up. And so uh, congratulations to Governor Ron DeSantis with a great job of that organization. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Let's talk about Jesus' day today here in Holy Week 2,000 years ago. I'll be right back. everyone is talking about. You saw God and then brought a dead bird back to life. No, I didn't. God did Sir, do you think you can help me walk again? Did you say a prayer for me? The girl who believes in miracles. It's impossible. I thought he was never supposed to walk again. He wasn't. It was Sarah. Sometimes a little faith is all you need to change the world. Mom, it really was God. The girl who believes in miracles. A mustard seed production. Rated PG. Parental guide suggests in theaters this Friday. Each retiree story is unique. Should you be taking risks? Will you have enough money to last through retirement? How will current events affect your portfolio? For help navigating through the uncertainty, listen to Today's Retirees with certified financial planner Wayne Maslick, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. For over 25 years, Wayne has been guiding retirees and soon-to-be retirees, helping them reach their specific goals with family-focused retirement and tax planning. Listen to Today's Retirees, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa. With SR News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The trial of fired Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is underway with prosecutor Jerry Blackwell telling jurors 
Chauvin held George Floyd down with excessive force until Floyd's heart stopped. He put his knees upon his neck and his back, grinding and crushing him until the very breath, no, ladies and gentlemen, until the very life were squeezed out of him. Defense attorney Eric Nelson tells jurors George Floyd's cause of death, supported by evidence, will be a significant battle in this case. What was Mr. Floyd's actual cause of death? The evidence will show that Mr. Floyd died of a cardiac arrhythmia that occurred as a result of hypertension, his coronary disease, the ingestion of methamphetamine and fentanyl, and the adrenaline throwing, flowing through his body. Both those remarks courtesy Court TV. President Biden is urging the public not to let its guard down against the coronavirus. With COVID-19 cases up by 10% over the past week, the president warned that the U.S. could see another surge. If we let our guard down now, we could see a virus getting worse, not better. He also appealed directly to governors, state and local leaders to reinstate mask wearing requirements if they have eased them. Please, this is not politics. His comments came as he announced further efforts to expand access to vaccines, including to 90 percent of all American adults by April 19th. Greg Clugston, Washington. Salvage teams have finally freed a colossal container ship that had been stuck sideways in the Suez Canal for nearly a week. The work ends, a crisis that had clogged one of the world's most vital waterways. A flotilla of tugboats finally freed the bow of the skyscraper-sized Ever Given from the Sandy Bank. This is SRN News. This to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than eighteen. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by AbbVie and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. A growing number of Muslims across the Middle East are turning to atheism, and one evangelical leader says this actually might be a good thing. You think, wow, that's too bad, yes. Um, but it also means they're not committed to their old way of thinking, and they're looking at something new. Dr. Rex Rogers is a spokesman for the satellite TV broadcaster Sat7. If people are not committed to their traditional religion anymore, and that really, I think, is an opportunity for, for the Christian faith. Sat7 beams Christian programming into Muslim homes all across the region. Indonesian authorities say a recently married couple with suspected links to a Muslim terrorist group blew themselves up outside a Catholic cathedral during Palm Sunday Mass. The attack wounded 20 people, including four church guards, and broke windows at the church in nearby buildings in Makassar, the capital of the South Sulawesi province. The couple were believed to have been members of a terrorist cell which had pledged allegiance to ISIS. This is SRN News. 
There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the kindness challenge each day for 30 days we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others on may 3rd you could win twelve thousand dollars towards a new vehicle for you plus another twelve thousand dollars for a hometown hero see terms and conditions for complete details you can make a difference in others lives when you enter the kindness challenge to enter visit letstalkfaith.com Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Afternoon, welcome back to this third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, the second day of Holy Week. That's right, I am honored to be with you today as your watchman on the wall kind of keeping an eye on what's happening right here of the issues of the day and keeping an eye on what's happening in, uh, well, let's just say at the moment or the last couple of hours, it's been the Judiciary Committee of the Florida Senate as they have been um, going to be taking up the bill by Dennis Baxley having to do with a mandatory moment of prayer in our public schools. Uh, right now there's a vol- voluntary prayer uh, but a lot of the school administrators uh, and a lot of the school boards have not taken that seriously. 67 around the state, and so uh, uh, they're trying to tighten that, tighten that up. So um, we already commented on that earlier by the, because I really want to have a chance to talk to you about the importance of this day. Well, as you tune in today, as I said, I'm your watchman on the wall, and I'm standing in the gap right here for our American values, the American values given to us in our Bill of Rights and our Constitution, Declaration of Independence, very much centered on the gospel of Jesus Christ as well as the Old Testament. So I pledge to you, as I do every day, that I'm going to be forever faithful to those Judeo-Christian principles. And you know what? The foundational pillars, I'll tell you what, faith, freedom, our families, and free enterprise. We're going to be standing for those, no matter how strong the winds are going to continue to rise against those values in America. You can call us. Uh, Jose is standing by today, and um, 
He'll take your call at one toll free at one eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three if you'd like to comment or be a part of our program. We also have Bill Buckley show text line at eight one three four 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 six two six four. That's one eight one three four 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 six two six four. You can almost also email us at letstalkfaith.com at letstalkfaith.com. Programming note, uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we are excited because we're going to have back with us uh, Avita King. And she's an evangelist, and uh, she was with us uh, a few years ago as our keynote speaker for one of our annual uh, women in ministry conferences. And so uh, I'm looking forward to being able to uh, have a chat with Alvita again. Certainly, I've been bored the two or three times that I've had a chance to interact with her down through the year. Uh, but today, she's just not coming on the program to talk about evangelism. Well, in a way, she is, indirectly. But today, she's going to talk about Roe versus Wade, the movie. And that's going to be releasing on April the 2nd uh, on some major uh, streaming platforms. It's the movie called Roe versus Wade. And you're going to be able to learn from her and in this movie the true backstory of the most important court case in U.S. history. Well, the most uh, screwed up court case in American history as it comes to comes down to uh, jurisprudence. So we're going to have a chance to talk with her bottom of the hour with Dr. Alveda King. Don't want you to miss that. So let me focus on something very, very important. I remember uh, Friday when I was with you, I mentioned that uh, on set, on Friday at sundown, we were going to begin Shabbat, which happens every week uh, for our Jewish friends. But this weekend was special because, and especially on Saturday, as I was out uh, doing some things outside of, of the home, I looked up not long. After the moon cleared the horizon off in the east, and boy, I tell you what, what a spectacular view of the moon. It was a clear night, and you know that uh, when it comes up over the horizon, it sort of magnifies a little bit bigger, and uh, it was awesome. And it reminded me of all of the Jewish festivals, and especially Passover, because remember that a lot of what we read, a lot of what we read about of the Jewish festivals and the timing, they are all based on the rising and the arrival of the new moon. And so when I saw that on Saturday, it was already Shabbat. You know, in just a few moments when the when the official suns occurred, it was also the beginning of the the, the Passover festivities, multi-day fast, uh, festivities of Passover. And I was thinking about all of our Jewish friends regathering again, and I don't know how COVID affected it, but with the Seder dinners, et cetera, et cetera, and so that was uh, sort of the doubleheader for our Jewish friends on Friday at sundown and Saturday at sundown. But then as soon as we Christians woke up on Sunday morning, it's yet another significant uh, religious observance, and that is it was Palm Sunday. It was the first day of the week of what we call Holy Week, and it represents the last week. Uh, of our of the life of our Lord Jesus Christ and his humanity here on earth. Because he would uh, come to Jerusalem yesterday on the Sunday, and he will come, and it's known as a triumphal uh, entry. And uh, by the time the week gave out, he would be tortured, 
he would be crucified. But yet, uh, he would rise on the third day, and we'll be celebrating that in just a few days. Many who will be attending uh, some of the various uh, sunrise services around the Bay Area, uh, acknowledging the empty tomb very early in the morning. In the morning, so I thought I would spend some time this week. I'm with you for four of the days. We will not be here on Good Friday, but want to spend some time talking about. What happened each day? Now, we got a little catch-up to do. Uh, Say that again, Jose. All right. What we're going to do, we'll be right back. We're going to make an adjustment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. This is Carol Platt-Lebow of Yankee Institute for townhall.com. Graduation is a ceremony dating back to the 12th century. And now the Columbia University has gone entirely woke This spring, students there can participate in six different graduations divided by race, by income, and by sexuality. The phenomenon is sadly revealing of our era's outsized obsession with identity politics. How precisely does it serve the message of tolerance and inclusion for the LGBTQ community to have a separate ceremony? Worse, it harkens back to the darkest eras of American history, when having even one drop of non-white blood could relegate a person to second-class status. Graduation ceremonies focused on what divides us, rather than on what unites us, tears at the social fabric we all should be trying to create in these tense and fractured times. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Every day we come together. I'm really grateful for Salem Radio. I listen to it coming and going from work and got my kids on it now. To encourage. He's given you something to make a difference in his church and in this world. To talk faith. I'm going to live in such a way that the Lord is with me. Together every day. We're here and we're not going to abandon you and we're not going to flip. Amen. Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Family weight problems are still gaining, according to the National Institutes of Health. Experts are urging families to make better food choices and get regular exercise. To help prevent the onset of lifelong health problems, parents need to participate in fun physical activities with their kids. Visit the National Institutes of Health website for news of family health and fitness programs. This is Carol Platt-Lebow of Yankee Institute for townhall.com. Graduation is a ceremony dating back to the 12th century. And now the Columbia University has gone entirely woke. This spring, students there can participate in six different graduations divided by race, by income, and by sexuality. The phenomenon is sadly revealing of our era's outsized obsession with identity politics. How precisely does it serve the message of tolerance and inclusion for the LGBTQ community to have a separate ceremony? Worse, it harkens back to the darkest eras of American history when having even one drop of non-white blood could relegate a person to second-class status. Graduation ceremonies focused on what divides us rather than on what unites us tears at the social fabric we all should be trying to create in these tense and fractured times. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Sorry for a little bit of a delay. We are talking about the final days of Jesus's human life here on earth. And uh, yesterday, as I was beginning to share, 
there's a lot of events that happen during what we call Holy, Holy Week. And um, it's been debated by a lot of scholars. And the timeline represents an approximate outline of some of the major events that we have read about for many, many years, those of us who are veteran Christians. And so I thought we would follow along for a few days the steps of Jesus Christ. And we're going to do this from Palm Sunday, which was yesterday, at least through Thursday, with a little bit of discussion of Good Friday and, of course, the resurrection, because we're going to be spending Good Friday uh, in remembrance of that uh, of that day of torture and um, a crucifixion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So let's talk about Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry. Now this is the Sunday before his death. And Jesus began his trip walking to Jerusalem. Now imagine that he knew that he would soon lay down his life for your sin and for my sin. And so there's two cities that come into play here, two little villages. One is Bethpage. The other will be um, Bethany. Now, when he gets to the village of Bethpage, which is right at the crest of the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples ahead of the rest of the party. He told them to specifically look for a donkey, and it will have next to it a colt that's never been ridden. And the disciples were instructed to untie the animals and to bring them to him. And so I want to share a little bit from the scriptures that talk about this event. Let's go first to Matthew 21, that's verses 1 to 11, that that Matthew talks about the triumphal entry. And now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, Then Jesus sent his two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them, both of them, and bring them, both of them, to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. Going to take a break. But remember, this was prophesied way, way before by the prophets of the Old Testament. What an awesome, awesome assurance that Jesus is who he said he is. We'll be right back. Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay. And we pride ourselves in making sure that every one of those customers receive top value for their trade, the best financing rates available, and the best experience possible. Our goal this year is to become the best Nissan dealership in the nation. And with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. 
you're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. Don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. Now, that's what I call real value. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, we're back. I want to jump right back into it. I want to share at least the balance of the story of day number one uh, before we have a chance to speak with uh, Dr. Avita King about uh, the new movie, Roe vs. Wade. But first, remember, ACS Home Services, my friends, well, I think they're the most trusted heating and air conditioning company in our area. And I know these guys and gals, they strive to be as knowledgeable and honest as possible. And their expert technicians, of which one came to our home just a few weeks ago, they're trained to get it right the first time, not to guess, not trial and error. And uh, they don't believe in simply telling you, okay, sir, okay, ma'am, I'm sorry, we're going to have to replace your entire central heat and air system. Because, you know, you know, and we know, it's just not working right. That's not what they do. That's not how they operate. ACS always stands behind a 100% money-back satisfaction guarantee. Now, remember, ACS Home Services, they're fully insured, absolutely properly licensed, and they have experience in all aspects of air conditioning, heating, and HVAC contracting. And by the way, if you take in my challenge to go to their website, because doors, windows, electrical, electrical boxes, all of that is within the scope of what you can call on ACS Home Services to give you assistance at your home. So go visit the website at acshomeservices.com, acshomeservices.com, see of all the areas they can help you, and then call them. That number is 1-813-544-2467, 813-544-2467, and tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. So we were talking about yesterday, Palm Sunday, and we talked about as Jesus informed two of his disciples from Bethpage to go ahead and to secure the donkey and the coat. And we pick up Matthew 21 and verse 4. Matthew writes, this took place. To fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, quote, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming, humble 
and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Now the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the coat and put them on their cloaks, and they sat on him. Excuse me, Jesus sat on them after they put their cloaks on the colt. Most of the crowd spread it, spread their cloaks on the road, and others began to cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that follow him were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he had entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowds that were escorting him in said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. A couple of thoughts. Imagine Jesus as he began to come to the city. He knew that he was going to be tortured and crucified in just a matter of days. And as he came in, he knew that he was talking about the future kingdom that he would establish here on earth. And in fact, that new kingdom doesn't come in until after the millennium. But they were so tired of being oppressed by the Romans, occupiers. They were so oppressed by uh, the religious leaders in the temple, Caiaphas and company. Uh, uh, probably everything less than being spiritual. And remember that Caiaphas was supposed to keep the peace. That was his little inside agreement or his agreement with Pontius Pilate. And Pontius Pilate, if he was going to retain his job, didn't need reports going back to Roman Caesar that we had all these protesters. So that's why Jesus was a problem. They viewed him as a rebel rouser. They looked at all these people. Hail King Jesus. Hail King Jesus. Now, the folks that greeted him on that steep hill as he comes down the Mount of Olives into the Kidron Valley and back up to, the, at that time, the open eastern gate, they were celebrating a king. They were celebrating an earthly king. They were celebrating Jesus. Here's this guy. He's a prophet, but, boy, he, he's, he's, he's got these powers. He's healing people. Oh, and by the way, he says he's the son of God. So he must be coming here to conquer the Romans. He must be here to, to throw out all of those corrupt religious leaders, including Caiaphas. And so they're hailing him as someone who's going to overthrow Rome and overthrow the temple and be a, a new just king. Imagine, and I think Jesus probably had a photographic memory. He is God, by the way. Can you imagine as he's riding down on the colt, and by the way, they've got the palm branches. Hosanna, Hosanna. You know what Hosanna means? Save us. Save us, Jesus. Save us. And imagine as he slowly comes down that hill with that very sure-footed donkey, he looks at all these faces. And that day, the crowds were for him. Come Friday morning, many of the folks in that same crowd some of them are going to take some bribes from the, the chief priest, Caiaphas, and others. They're going to show up before Pontius Pilate. And the same ones that were hailing him as a king today, they're going to be angrily yelling, crucify, crucify. 
And even when the choice comes of a, a very notorious murderer by Barabbas and Rome on the Passover, uh, at least the Pontius Pilate uh, representative, would release one of those uh, individuals on the Passover, he wanted to release Jesus. But these people that turned on on Jesus, plus many scholars believe many of them were paid off, they were yelling, crucified, crucified, crucified. So imagine that Jesus knew when he was coming in, I believe, on the donkey. He saw these faces, and he knew which ones would be back the following week. And imagine when he has been beaten, he's been scourged, you can't even recognize his face, he's got the crown of thorns. When he's brought before the people and he looks upon that crowd, with Pontius Pilate asking the crowd, who do you want me to release? And they say, Barabbas, and they say, he says, what about Jesus? Crucify, crucify. Imagine that then he's looking at some of those same faces, faces and knew they were on the Mount of Olives as he came down to the city. I want to tell you that, uh, and hopefully I'll be able to take a tour to Israel uh, before too long again and would invite all of you to come with me. But I tell you, when you're on top of the Mount of Olives and you just, I like to stand there for a few moments before, and we actually will walk down the Mount of Olives. We'll go into the Garden of Gethsemane on the way, and then we'll be picked up at the bottom by buses. But you're looking out over the closed gate, the eastern gate of Jerusalem. And you're contemplating not only the past when Jesus came down this very this very trail area to a clo- to an open eastern gate. We're going to go to an open eastern gate, and so the the city was all and everybody was coming in. All the Passover crowds were coming in to celebrate the Passover that would start on Thursday night. A couple more thoughts I'll bring to you in the last segment, but coming up next, Dr. Avita King. Going to be talking about the new movie, Roe vs. Wade. Don't miss that. I'm Bill Bunkley, Watchman on the Wall. Be right back. This report is sponsored by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Joe Biden and CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky are making impassioned pleas to Americans not to let their guard down in the fight against COVID-19. Walensky warned on Monday of a potential fourth surge of the virus and spoke of a recurring feeling of impending doom. Biden says the virus will get worse, not better, if we let our guard down now. He says the people are letting up on precautions, which is a very bad thing. Walensky spoke of hope but added, right now, I'm scared. Stocks didn't manage to hold on to the meager gains they made on Wall Street Monday, putting the S&P 500 slightly below the record high it set late last week. The Dow was up by 98 points to 33,171, but the Nasdaq dropped 79, the S&P 500 lower by 3. More details at srnnews.com. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate.
dictate whose voices can be heard. And if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Download your copy of No Safe Spaces today at SalemNow.com and enter promo code TAMPA. This is Carol Platt-Lebow of Yankee Institute for TownHall.com. Graduation is a ceremony dating back to the 12th century. And now the Columbia University has gone entirely woke. This spring, students there can participate in six different graduations divided by race, by income, and by sexuality. The phenomenon is sadly revealing of our era's outsized obsession with identity politics. How precisely does it serve the message of tolerance and inclusion for the LGBTQ community to have a separate ceremony? Worse, it harkens back to the darkest eras of American history, when having even one drop of non-white blood could relegate a person to second-class status. Graduation ceremonies focused on what divides us rather than on what unites us tears at the social fabric we all should be trying to create in these tense and fractured times. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Each retiree's story is unique. Should you be taking risks? Will you have enough money to last through retirement? How will current events affect your portfolio? For help navigating through the uncertainty, listen to Today's Retirees with Certified Financial Planner Wayne Masley, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. For over 25 years, Wayne has been guiding retirees and soon-to-be retirees, helping them reach their specific goals with family-focused retirement and tax planning. Listen to Today's Retirees, Saturdays at 9 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here, host of the Bill Bunkley Show. And um, I'm excited because uh, we're going to tell you about a brand new movie that is going to be a must-see, especially for those of you that join me uh, that absolutely support the sanctity of life. Well, my next guest, uh, well, I tell you what, we love her all throughout uh, West Central Florida here at Salem. Uh, She was actually our um, keynote speaker several years ago for our women's event right here with uh, Salem Communications at that time, Salem Media Group here in Tampa. I'm talking about evangelist Dr. Avita C. King, and uh, we all know her very well. She uses her God-given talents and abilities to glorify God and uphold the sanctity of life uh, from the womb to the tomb. Uh, She's very active in the pro-life movement. Uh, She's on the pastoral team for Priests for Life uh, as executive director of its outreach, also uh, civil rights for the unborn. And, of course, uh, her parents uh, were civil rights activists, Reverend A.D. King and his wife, Naomi Barber King, and she grew up in the civil rights movement. And we are excited because she's the executive producer and also stars the brand-new movie, Roe vs. Wade. Uh, Dr. King, it is great to have you back with us. 
Hello, Bill. How are you? And hello to all of your listeners, your viewers on social media. Hi, everybody. Well, I tell you what, I'm great, and you always light up the room, and you're going to light up the few minutes that we have with you this afternoon. So uh, I want to go ahead and get right to the movie. Now, most of us uh, who've been involved with the movement know a lot about Roe versus Wade. When did the idea of a movie first come to your attention, and then how did you get involved? It was several years ago now. It feels like only yesterday. But uh, it's a little bit longer than that. And the visionary for the movie, Nick Loeb and Kathy Allen, the visionaries, called. And it was uh, Nick's brainchild. And they wanted to do a movie to say it's not political, it's not proselytizing, trying to give people Jesus. It's just going to tell people exactly how Roe v. Wade became law. And I was intrigued. I was delighted. Many people don't know, I've been in the film and music entertainment media industry for over 40 years, about 43 years, actually, with go on IMBD and put in LV the King or LV the King Bill, you can see that. So I was absolutely excited. I had executive producer, certainly helping to raise money for the film and awareness. However, I made some recommendations for casting, for example, and I had an opportunity to portray Guthrie Jefferson, the mother of Dr. Mildred Faye Jefferson, the first African-American woman to graduate from Harvard Medical School, Mm. and she was the second president of National Right to Life. I tell you, I've never, well, I've had many honors in my life serving the Lord, but this is certainly at the top. I want to tell you right now, if you'd like to connect with uh, Dr. Avita King, you can do that at www.avitaking.com. That's avitaking.com. Also, hey, check out the website, uh, Roe v. Wade Movie. That's RoeVWadeMovie.com. And uh, get a chance to look at the trailer because this is exciting. It's going to be releasing on April the 2nd. We'll tell you where and how you can plug into that. Now, as you talk about this particular character and doing this role, you've been such a voice. And when you were here last, we got a chance to just hear from you again about your commitment to the pro-life movement. Um, When you did this movie and played this character, is there a surprise or two you could quickly tell us that maybe you learned about the case that, you might not have known before? Actually, the research for uh, Nick and Kathy, I did not know that two of the justices had relatives working for Planned Parenthood. Wow. I just thought that was absolutely terrible when I found that out. I really did not know about that conflict of interest. And and so I think I actually met Dr. Nathanson myself, but I'm with Priest for Life. And as a pastoral associate working with Civil Rights for the Unborn, and Janet Morana worked extensively with Dr. Nathanson and um, also Father Pavone and Teresa Burke, several of them. But I actually think maybe I met him as well. So I knew his background. I knew Dr. Jefferson's background, uh, the priest uh, who was so prominent there, and the uh, other lady, I can't think of her name, but she ran for president after the law was passed. Uh, who was there and on the team, on the legal team. So it's those things I learned, and it was fine-tuned, and I was really just honored to know all of that. Mm. Now, Dr. King, I'm kind of blown away, starting with John Voigt and John Snyder. 
what a cast that has been put together for this brand-new movie, uh, Roe versus Wade, the movie. Uh, talk about some of these characters, because I tell you what, I always love the work of John Vogt, and especially how he has stood for so many of our issues on the uh, biblical worldview, the conservative side of things. So talk about the cast. Well, Stacey Dash portraying Dr. Jefferson did an incredible job. She did a lot of research. She took it very seriously. And I feel that so. I knew Dr. Jefferson as well. And I think Stacey did a great job. Uh, John Boyd and Robert Dobby were the full cast. And then my son, Jared Ellis. And he's known on IMBD as Jared Ellis Bill or Star Bill. Played, uh, uh, was one of the justices as well, Thurgood Marshall. So it was just so amazing. Even, uh, Mike Lindell came in with a cameo. It was amazing, <laughs> just amazing. Well, tell me about a couple of things. Number one, very quickly, I know you have to go in just a moment or two, but uh, you've got a project very close to your heart. It's called the One Blood Project, and uh, also talk a little bit about your book, uh, We're Not Colorblind. Well, I'm over at Peace for Life, as I said, Civil Rights for the Unborn, and the babies in the womb, of course, many times are aborted because of their ethnicity. That's unfortunate because we are one human race. The critical race theory and all that doesn't make sense to me uh, because we are one human race, and absolutely as one human race, people should not be going back and forth over the skin color thing. We mm-hmm. should be one race, one blood. That's in the Bible. And certainly, I work very, very hard. Ginger Howard and I, with our book, We're Not Colorblind. And uh, Ginger's Caucasian, and I'm African-American. My daddy, Reverend A.D. King, my uncle, Reverend Dr. Martin D. King, Jr., my granddaddy, Daddy King, all the men and women of our family want us to learn to live together as brothers and all that as sisters. And that way, we surely will not perish as fools. All right. Releasing on April the 2nd, right around the corner, uh, the movie uh, is Roe versus Wade. The website to take a look at the background on the movie is RoeVWadeMovie.com, RoeVWadeMovie.com. And you can also check in with the work of Dr. Avita King at AvitaKing.com, AvitaKing.com. Now, and how can folks... Beyondborn.org. Yep. Uh, all right. And on April 2nd, how can people plug in to see the movie? It's streaming, and I can't name all the places, but just like uh, probably Amazon Prime, maybe Hulu, just several. It's streaming. It's out there in the streaming network. So Google and look for it or look on your uh, television sets, all these smart TVs and things, and look for it. We're there. All right. Quick final question. What do you hope the audiences will take away when they see Roe v. Wade? I believe the audience should understand that Roe v. Wade is just bad law. And if you care about women, children, families, parents, the whole community, then, hey, take another look at Roe v. Wade because it's really bad law. Hmm. My sister, thank you so much. I'm always inspired of the many places that uh, you appear publicly on behalf of the issues that are dear to all of us. Thank you so much for uh, being a vital part uh, as executive producer of Roe v. Wade. Hey, stay, stay healthy, and uh, we'll just keep uh, just keep sharing the good news of all of the truth that you've been having a chance to uh, spread across the land. And thank you so much for being with us again. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Again, that website is Roe v. Wade the movie, Roe v. Wade the movie. And uh, you can also connect with uh, Dr. Avita King at her website, uh, avidaking.com, avidaking.com. 
And I'm looking forward to that on uh, April the 2nd. And by the way, what a backstory it is. You need to understand that uh, Margaret Sanger, who was the founder of Planned Parenthood, and uh, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, and there was a team of, of uh, uh, pro-abortion activists, and uh, they worked together, and they were very committed to finding someone and to put a case together for the legalization of abortion, that they would use that person, that story, that case, to go all the way up to the Supreme Court. And what happened is they, they discovered a, a poor young woman. Uh, she was an uneducated pregnant woman. And uh, they talked her into it. They, they convinced her to let their legal team take her uh, a right to have an abortion all the way to the highest court in America. And then further, to persuade the justices on the court, uh, the team must, start, uh, must begin what, uh, what could be called a blitz. That includes, uh, includes fabricating and feeding fake statistics to the media. They also were creating pro-abortion narratives in the movies in Hollywood. And a lot of money came forth to fund this revolution that indeed would change America forever. Uh, it is a classic courtroom drama, and it will explore the untold uh, stories behind the scenes of this most important court case. And when I tell you that there is a lot to the backstory, uh, there's a lot to the backstory. And Norma Corey, who was the role uh, of Roe uh, versus Wade, and uh, a conflict of interest in the whole ordeal, that, that was a surprise to me. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was not aware of that. Well, actually, two of them had family members that were involved with Planned Parenthood. So, um, (laughs) but I want to tell you. So many people out there didn't even know that. Yeah. And remember Norma Corey, who was uh, Roe of uh, Roe versus Wade. Uh, She later came to the Lord Jesus Christ, and she later shared uh, in many public venues uh, of how. Um, sorry she was that she had her uh, abortion. And, of course, uh, there's a lot of stories about that back and forth, that she was coerced, et cetera, et cetera. But nonetheless, I think that especially this weekend, it might be a great opportunity for you to um, be able to uh, see this uh, streaming movie. Well, as I said, and we're going to wrap up a few comments uh, coming up uh, now in a few moments about I want to just wrap up uh, about Sunday as we were talking about Holy Week as we uh, get back to um, our narrative about each day of this uh, of this time during this week. The idea of the triumphal entry of Jesus to the city. Now keep in mind, Bethpage is just there at the Mount of Olives, and you got Bethpage and, Be- and Bethany. Now both of those uh, are approximately two miles from walking into the city. So you can imagine that walking back and forth two miles, you can sort of calculate the time by maybe even your calculation of how long it takes to walk a half mile, a mile, or two miles. And so the first night, Jesus comes in his triumphal entry. He goes into the city. And then that night, he would go back uh, to um, uh, Bethany. Now, Bethany is believed that he stayed at the home of um, 
Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And so he would commute back and forth. So when we come back after the break, we're going to pick up uh, after Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday night, he returns to Bethany, about a two-mile walk. Then he will get up and come back into Jerusalem, another two-mile walk. And this is when he encounters the money changers. Fascinating story. That's coming up next on his final segment of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't miss it. And in Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe, this gift of When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. As we enter 2021, we are filled with hope for what is to come and gratitude for what has already passed. With our Lord by our side, this year will be filled with joy, love, happiness, and success. Let's not allow 2020 to define who we are. Let's tackle 2021 head on and get rid of the taxes today. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal to finish what God has started and put the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Do you suffer from lower back pain, knee pain, foot pain, plantar fasciitis, arthritis, fallen arches, or neuropathy? If yes, just stop and write this magic word, G-Defy. What is G-Defy? G-Defy is the footwear designed by Gravity Defier Medical Technology with the worldwide patented VersoShock sole. Their shoes are clinically proven to relieve pain by a double-blind clinical study. You can try pair free for 30 days with free corrective fit orthotic inserts. If you're not satisfied, just return the shoes for a full refund and keep the orthotics as a gift. Save $20 and get free shipping when you go to gdefy.com slash radio and use code radio. That's G-D-E-F-Y dot com slash radio. Code radio. Moss Nissan is simply the best around. In 2020, we delivered over 6,000 vehicles to customers around Tampa Bay, and we pride ourselves in making sure that every one of those customers received top value for their trade, the best financing rates available, and the best experience possible. Our goal this year is to become the best Nissan dealership in the nation, and with all things being equal, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. Weekdays at 1 p.m., 
Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me, enlightened and prompted by my spirit. So, Pastor, what does that connect? The connection is Simon Peter received it through his conscience working with the Holy Spirit. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. That the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and I want to um, tell you the story of uh, Monday very briefly of uh, the activities of uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the second day of uh, Holy Week. But a quick programming reminder that uh, I will not be with you on Friday because we'll be remembering the very, very important day with uh, my family, and that is Good Friday. we got some special programming, though, at 3 o'clock uh, Asking Attorney Joe Pippen uh, will be with us. He's got a fantastic uh, presentation about all of the Jewish laws that were violated as uh, the uh, members of the Sanhedrin, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees uh, broke so many Jew- so many aspects of Jewish law in order to get Jesus overnight uh, to Pontius Pilate and on to be crucified. That's at the 3 o'clock hour Friday. At 4 o'clock, I've got my Easter special, and hope you'll tune in from that from 4 to 5. And at 6 o'clock, we have a special Faith Answers with Gary Roy, Colonial Oaks Baptist Church. That's going to be our three-hour lineup on that uh, Good Friday afternoon. So if you're out and about or at home, I invite you to tune in as well. Well, When Jesus came down the Mount of Olives on Palm Sunday, you know, he cried for the temple. Um, He was very moved about the people who he had come to save. And so many of them had no idea uh, what his message was all about and the corruption that was in Jerusalem. So he goes back on Sunday night. So this morning, as we would kind of put it in our own timeline, So this morning, after spending the night at um, Bethany, uh, again, about a two-hour and a two-hour walk uh, between uh, Jerusalem and um, Bethany, uh, he probably stayed at the home of of Martha and Mary and Lazarus, uh, who he loved. So he gets up with his disciples, and uh, they begin to travel back to Jerusalem. So he comes back uh, over the top of the Mount of Olives, down the Mount of Olives, across the Kidron River and the Kidron Valley, and then walks up to that eastern gate, enters into the Temple Mound, and he arrives at the Temple Complex. And what he sees, it, it looks like it's a flea market. 
Now, there are all sorts of booths and the money changers and the merchants. They're all over the place on the sacred ground of the temple. And Jesus gets angry. And Jesus immediately starts walking through the whole area, and he is agitated. Uh, He is yelling at these folks. He is overturning their tables. And Matthew tells us in 21.12 that he drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. Now let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, Pentecost was one of the, um, the recorded festivals where all the men and families were supposed to come to Jerusalem. So keep in mind, people had been traveling from far places, all around not only Israel, but all around the region. So let's say if someone was coming in from Damascus, they were Jewish. Someone maybe coming in from Egypt, this Jewish, etc., etc. So they're coming to the temple. Now they are to bring a sacrifice, and there was an offering that was given to the temple uh, one time a year at Passover, a, finan- a financial offering. Well, as you can imagine, a lot of these folks would have to would not be able to bring that animal sacrifice as they're either walking or on horses or they're pulling carts. And so oftentimes the folks that were way out of town, there was a, there was big business because you had in fact if you go to the areas of Bethlehem, thousands and thousands of sheep were raised there and that story will come up uh, pre, pr- prior to the final Holy Week. Because as we think about the shepherds in the field of Bethlehem, many of them were raising uh, the sacrifices for the temple for people to buy. They would sell them to these merchants, and these merchants would set up a tent like a flea market. And then you go by, whether you could afford to buy uh, your, your lamb or you had to do a pigeon sacrifice, a bird sacrifice. So you had all of those people with all the money. And then you had the money changers. If you came in from Damascus, Syria... And you didn't have Israeli shekels, uh, the <laughs> you couldn't give uh, a foreign currency. You would have to pay the exchange rate to some of these money changers, and they will exchange the foreign currency for the Israeli shekel. So you had all these greedy merchants, and that just really, really made Jesus uh, upset because as you know, that was a holy place. And so it would give you an idea of the corruption of the Sadducees and Pharisees. Now, Nicodemus and uh, uh, Joseph Arimathea, you know, we believe a couple of those uh, individuals received Christ. But Jesus said, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. And that day, today, a blind, the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them all. Now, the chief priests came on the scene, and the scribes, they saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna, the son of David, they were indignant. Did you hear what they're saying? And he said, yes. And by the way, when he went out, that's when he cursed the fig tree that had no fruit. Tomorrow, we'll talk about Tuesday of Holy Week of Jesus' activities. Until then, I'm Bill Bunkley. Honored to be with you. Until tomorrow, God bless and good evening.